Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall. I'm with my guy, Robbie Falke, today to talk some sneakers. What's going on, man? How's it going? I'm doing great, my guy. Um, sitting here impatiently waiting for the Black Cats. I'll keep talking about them until I have them in hand. But I'm doing good. Feeling good. It's, it's funny because like that shoe is uh if if people know me from like my like past career working on cars, I wore that shoe as like my work shoe for like a solid like two, three years because it was all black so I could get away with it being in in the in the shop. And uh they got they, they were just so beat by the time I was done with them, but definitely one of my favorite retros, especially non-original colorway for sure. And I'm keeping all that energy because I bought the Mocha threes. I got the cool gray fours. All that 06 stuff is near and dear to my heart. So mainly I got picked on by a kid that had all those shoes. So uh, it's like vengeance purchases now. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a good era, though. I mean, we'll get into more probably from that era on this episode. Um, I'm going to talk about a lot of shoes. Yeah, the Air Max 90 uh, 30th anniversary and, and some of the shoes from that. But um, before we get into that, I want to read one of the reviews. Uh, Rohi M13, uh, the heart and soul of the sneaker industry as a relapsed sneaker head that's slowly finding his footing again. This podcast has been perfect for me to dip my toe back into industry that moves fast. The Achilles heel of the sneaker head is, is they can be judgmental to an absurd degree, but Robbie, Nick, and Mike make for easy listening as well as provide analysis that educates and entertains even the most seasoned vet. I'm going to stop typing before I put my foot in my mouth, but listen to them now and become smarter because of it. <laughs> we, well, that's, a, that's an amazing review, so definitely appreciative. Um, if you guys could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, you know, any feedback that you have for the podcast, we would love to hear it, whether that's, you know, on Twitter, on Instagram, DM us, tweet at us, however you need to get it to us. We really just want to make this better for you guys. So take take a minute, leave a review. We would be greatly appreciative. Please. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what uh what are you what are you rocking what are you copping this week obviously you already mentioned the black cats anything else on the radar and what what'd you wear today yeah so um people got in my dms and reminded me that i don't like air max 90s i wore my air max 90 volts the past like two days in a row um sprayed them with some jason mark water repellent because it's shitty in portland right now but um i love them like i think it, the big difference is when I last had a pair, I got a size 12 and they, they just don't fit right on my pancake feet. I have flat and round feet. So like this, they didn't hit, but I got these in a 12 and a half and they're super comfortable. They just look, the Volt looks really good. So I'm like, a, I'm a converted Air Max 90 fan now. All it took was one good shoe and um, I was on board. But uh, within that same kind of realm, on my radar has been these Olympic ring Air Max 97s. I don't know if you've seen them, but there's a black pair, red, green, blue, symbolizing the Olympic rings. And they're super cool. They're all monochrome. Um, they all have like nice gold little mini swooshes on them. They're all pretty uniform minus the, you know, the colors. Um, 
they're just super clean. Like I don't, I've never owned a pair of like, it's hard to find all one color Air Maxes that aren't just all white or all black. Some Air Max 90s we'll be talking about in a moment fit into that description. But for the most part, there's some flavor on them. So I like that they're just suede, flat, one color, super crispy. Yeah, those look pretty good. They got like a little gold swoosh on them too. It's like, yeah, I mean, I agree. That's definitely uh, uh, like the simple colorways seem to be kind of forgotten on a lot of those silhouettes because a lot of people, I think, look at them and, and just think, oh, this has got to be a crazy, you know, there's so many panels, there's so many different ways you can do it and you go too far with it. But uh, so you? I uh, today am wearing the Eric Emanuel Reebok Answer 5s, the yellow and silver joints. Uh, again, yeah, again. they are. Uh, they're definitely one of my favorite. Uh, I mean, there's like there's enough nostalgia in it for me that I wanted the shoe to come back. Um, but the materials on the Eric Emanuel collabs are just crazy. So um, I, I did pick up other colorways of the Answer 5, but none of them really live up to the material that's on, that's on the Eric Emanuel one. So, yeah. That that's what's on my feet today. Um, as far as as far as you know, copying, I am obviously looking at those black hats as well. The shoe that caught my eye the most in the in the last couple of days is that orange and white more than a LeBron or more than an athlete LeBron seventeen. Uh, I mean, yes. I, I love the blue colorway. I didn't pick a, pick the pair up just because I didn't want to spend the money on them, but uh, orange orange hits a little closer to home for me. So. Uh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and they probably have really good, like the blue pair had removable tongues and you could do, you know, like it came with Sharpies yep. and everything. So you could write like go giants. Um, you know, funny thing about this kind of on topic while we're talking about orange, San Francisco sports since 2010 has had a team in whatever respective world series, Super Bowl, NBA finals, Every year, but 2011, that blew yeah, my mind. Yeah, even and I think so. There's somebody tweeted out a list, but they actually missed the the San Jose Sharks in 2016 were in the finals. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's been it's been insane to think of like how good the teams have been and how long this kind of run has been. Because, I mean, being a Giants fan, shit, it was it was like 2001. Yeah, or whatever was the last time the team was good, good enough to, to, you know, get excited about. And then back beyond that is like 89. Um, and then obviously the Warriors, I mean, the 93 to 94 Warriors, I think is a totally underrated team with Mullen, Hardaway, Richmond, Billy Owens, Sprewell, Weber, like, but they just, you know, they didn't, they weren't all on the same page to make it happen. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely been a good run. There was a big drought before that, but it's good to see that it's still going strong. Speaking of droughts, I think the Air Max 90 like goes through droughts and then comes back strong and then goes through another drought and then comes back strong. Enough to where we have 30 different Air Max 90s we're going to be talking about here. A lot of them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it definitely uh has has those moments where people kind of just dismiss it and forget about it. And part of it's on the brand side, right? Part of it's Nike just saying, you know, this isn't that serious right now. We're not going to put out a bunch of colorways. And then other times it's, uh, it's just the nature of, of consumers, right? Where you've got like a small group of people that are like diehard, you know, Air Max dudes that are all, all about them and, and they'll never move away from them. But in general, I think consumers like the mass consumer, you know, ebbs and flows in and out of, you know, running shoes and basketball shoes and dunks and all that kind of stuff. So. It's funny. It's just like the Air Max 90, I think, is right below the Air Force One when it comes to all black and all white. Like you can find somebody at Trejo's Tacos right now and some high white socks. And some all white Air Max 90s right now. <laughs> yep, yep. 
and, and I think the 90 is uh is one of those shoes too like it 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 hasn't really had like I guess uh a lot of crazy collaborations like consistently enough I think a lot of the popular colorways on the shoe are really just like colors that Nike threw on the shoe not you know there are some obviously and we'll get into those but um, I don't know. I mean, I think like you, you mentioned before, we probably might as well start with like the craziest of the bunch, right? Like if we're, if we're talking about 30 shoes that we would want to see actually release, um, I think the, the 2007 Warhawk Air Max 90 has got to be up there, right? Man, I just think Enola Gay, I think. Ken Burns World War II documentaries and <laughs> his thing like all of the cool stuff. Um, it's I can't think of a better themed shoe. And there's a couple other that will rival that just on this Air Max 90 list when it comes to themes. But the Warhawk, man, it's like it's like it was designed for that look. The Jordan 5 had fighter plane inspiration. That's easy to make like a flight suit or whatever they've been doing with that. That's a little bit easier to shoe in, but the Warhawk 90 is just like everything fell in place. What, like 17 years later when it, when it actually came out compared to 1990. So it's just um, such a distinct shoe. If you're walking down the street, you know exactly what they are. There's no if, ands or buts. Once you see those teeth, it's just they're awesome. Yeah, I think that shoe too, you know, before we started recording, I was saying, I I think that that shoe is, uh, is one that, that caught on well after the release. I mean, I don't think that, I think that there's a still a wow factor when it came out, but it was almost too crazy for a lot of people back then. You know, this is like 2007, I think. And, you know, you weren't, you weren't seeing a whole lot of like crazy, crazy shoes the way, you know, you kind of see stuff nowadays. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. There's just so many. I'm like, well, where do we go from here? Um, I mean, if we're staying on crazy, we also have to try to keep a list of which ones we're talking about here. Um, do you just want to set up this next one? Um, I mean, yeah. However you want to go with it. Cause I'll, I'll keep track of them. Um, and then I'll read through everything at the end. Uh, but I, I mean, there's so many, man. There's so many that I really love too, but I guess I should, we don't really need to put the Bacons on, but, but we should at least acknowledge that the Bacons are going to be retro and it's one of the greatest, even if you're not a meat eater, it's one of the greatest Air Maxes of all time, I would think. They're just so beefy um, or <laughs> porky. <laughs> They're not beef at all. Maybe, maybe it's an 80-20 blend. I don't know. Uh, it's quality meat. Um, but okay. so. That's a different, that's definitely a crazy theme. How about like the moon landing, the good pair of the moon landings? Let's put it that way. Not the, not the Mars, but the original moon, Apollo 11. You yeah. Know that, I mean, all, all 3M, that's, that's Insane. just one of the, I mean, I just love 3M in general, but that shoe, the only, okay, let me just nitpick here a little bit. The only thing that could have made that one, maybe one step better is if it was actually like a NASA collab, like we've seen in more recent years, right? Yes. That'd be super bananas. But otherwise that shoe is, that shoe is crazy. I think for sure people would love to see it, you know, that didn't get it the first time around. The Mars version is just not up to, up to par comparatively, but I still like it. I just, it's not Not really. It's not the same, but different. (laughs) yeah exactly and it's funny because um, that 3m like the moon print kind of masks the creases that you get in 3m so like they age a lot better than most 3m shoes would um i slept on yeah, me for sure i remember specifically this oh those are stupid i'm not gonna buy those um and then i saw the price like whoa shit i messed up played myself <laughs> yeah um so Overgrown. What what else do? Overgrown. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, let me see here. I think poison ivy. I think 
other plant-like people. <laughs> I don't know. Groot. I don't know. It's just like so cool. When did that shoe come out? I want to say 2006 or seven. This is all kind of that 2006 Probably. or seven. All, all that era. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, Huff Quakes, another 07. The blue elephant print. Well, blue with elephant print to be more exact. Yeah, Huff, Huffquake's obviously one of my favorite. Uh, anything San Francisco themed, but I think they uh, I think they really did a great job with this one just because it was different than kind of the rest of the Huffquake stuff where, you know, you had like the, the black and orange dunk. Um, then what the was the dunk that was did they do black and orange dunks and Air Force Ones? There was obviously the green green and black Huffquake Air Force One yeah. too. But this just kind of stood out because it was it was it was close to like, you know, like a true blue three, I mean a, a military blue four, Very. right? In like the gray and and the and the blue. And I think it just works really well on the on the 90. That print, I mean it's 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 cracked pavement and it's not elephant print like I just said, but they're insane. That blue makes it pop so hard. Uh so I guess another collab the cause Air Max 90 came in both black and white. The funny story I have about that. There's a new shop that just opened up in Portland called Colt C U L T. And I'm walking by and I see a framed Kermit, the frog, you know, poster and I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I see the, the, um, the Tesla flamethrower and I'm like, okay. And then I see one pair one single shoe, not a pair, one single cause Air Max 90s. I'm like, okay, sh- I'm going in there. So I go in and I'm talking to the owners. He bought those shoes directly from one of the skin, not skate shops, but one of the boutiques that got them back in the day. I don't remember off the top of my head, which one, but it was an LA retailer, not Nike direct. And he ordered those and they came in with one black and one white. They came mismatched. So he ended up selling the black wow. one, the single black. I don't know why he, how he sold, but he sold the single black and now he'll never get rid of that single white as this one single white cause Air Max 90 sitting there. And I was like, man, if you would have kept that pair, you know how, I guess there's no way you could prove that they came mismatched and you didn't just switch them yourself. But that was cool. I'd be pissed and happy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's definitely like one of the better colorways too. I mean, it's, it's so simple, but adding the volt, having the cause name and the X's on it was just like, it it was just like a winning combo. Um, It's what makes the four so good and the air force ones, but anything he's done with Nike, they're so simplistic. Um, like you would almost say to a fault, but just his imprints on there. So it's not to a fault, but it's just classy class, timeless many things yeah, all yeah, the good definitely. stuff um so let's see here um thinking of like theme stuff we know we have the um navigation jeff staple um supposed to be so, like go for it i was just gonna say we should probably we should probably like dig into that one a little bit because a lot of people probably don't know that that was even a jeff staple designed shoe yes um, go for it. so the, the the navigation pack basically was like, uh, if I remember right, there's the 90, uh, then there is a, is it a burst? Um, yeah, I think it's an air, uh, air burst. And then I think there's like a shock, a Nike shocks. Is it the NZs? Um, I, I might be wrong on, on what the shocks. Cause I don't know the models of the shocks the way I do air maxes, but like two, no, you're right. It's an it's an NZ. Um, it's an NZ a ninety three. Yeah. Was it Air Max ninety three Air Max? Well, there's a cup. It's in a couple. So, um, then there's two sets of Air Max nineties. There is two ninety threes and two NZs. So there's six in total. But this one specifically was done by Jeff Staple. Yeah. So like the ninety the ninety three would have been like the the Air Burst basically. Like I think that there there's. The, with the, with the like uh it's basically like map overlay kind of like zoomed in or i guess zoomed out so you don't really see the map right but it's the 
Yeah, the, the concept was, was like overlaying the map over the shoe and kind of having that as like the print. Um, and honestly, like the in my opinion, the, the 90 is the best out of the bunch. Um, I think it's just kind of a it looks rugged. It looks like a little outdoorsy because it's like this dark, like olive gray and like green. And it has like a dark blue swoosh on it. So it, it, it's pretty. Mm -hmm. It it was definitely stood out at that time, too, because you you had, you know, this is 2004. You had some interesting stuff going on on Air Max 90s and such, but not to this level. And definitely putting it in a pack made made it stand out a lot more back then, in my opinion. No, for sure. Um, a year later, they did a like a mapped version. Well, they did the 2K4, too, but basketball did a similar mm -hmm. pack, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just some of like the really, I mean, let's put it this way. Jeff Staple has more shoes than dunks. Let's put it that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. So, um, yeah. um, go Google it. A lot of good stuff out there. I realized earlier I called the paddas overgrown and they're homegrowns just so oh, yeah, no yeah. one sends me death threats on their grail. <laughs> um, so homegrown paddas. Yeah. One, one of the, uh, one of the best. I would say like absolutely one of the best uh, weed inspired colorways. Def 100%. Those in the skunks are just can't get better. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure this next shoe, maybe tiger. There's like a weed name with tiger in it, but the tiger camo Air Max nineties, that's like a newer one. I believe it retroed once already, or was it a one timer? They did a similar tiger one, like the 20, um, the 20th anniversary yeah no, it was, it was different, like different but there there's definitely a similar version of it um but i i think i think this is another one of those things that almost like we were talking about how the 90 like ebbs and flows out of like being cool like the tiger camo stuff is that way too right sometimes like tiger camo is like all over the place and then other times you just never see it anywhere mm-hmm I mean, they'll do stuff like that. They had the crushed. This is another one I wanted to see. I'm mad I slept on it. The crushed velvet Air Max 90 came out the same year as that second Tiger Camo one I was referring to a moment ago. Those are incredibly nice. Um, I don't know why there's been a lot of like velvety shoes the past 10 years. I just never bought them, but I really appreciate the way they look. There's like, they're beautiful. I want to put them on a mantle. <laughs> there was good. Um, I mean, that same time you also had, uh, like a reverse. Well, I, I definitely know the reverse infrared retro at least once before like that one's been around a couple of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They did a whole infrared celebration. That's why you had the red velvet and you had reverse infrared. So then of course, if we're going to talk infrared, let's just throw one more in there. The granddaddy of them all, the infrared air max 90, which I'd be willing to bet my left arm that we will see this year. Right. Like they're not gonna let that one go without retroing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they can, right. Like that's a lot of people's, you know, f favorite by far my favorite air max, uh, of all time. Just yeah. it's one of those, it's, it's almost like, you know, like the, the red air max one, the infrared nineties, the neon 95s. If you're into air max, like those are kind of one of the three like pillars of, of air max collector, you know, um, but I do, I do think it's kind of cool. There's been the two, there's been the two like kind of reverse, two different reverse infrareds. And a lot of times when they try to do like the reverse type stuff, uh, they just don't pull it off the right way. And I feel like they did a really good job both of the times that they did for reverse infrared colorways. Mm -hmm. I mean, within a similar, like, let's say breeding pool you know, like the laser pink air max 90s which have a lot of elements like I, I would say laser pink and infrared's the same shit just depending on how good your eyes are <laughs> they're like there, there's differences for sure but i'm a little colorblind so when i look at them they look the same to me but like that's one of those classic nike combos they've been doing for forever it's mostly called ultramarine but like, you know, the pink and blue, pink and navy, I mean, pink and purple, pink and navy, just that kind of, you know, mixed with white, very, very uh, quintessential Air Max. 
Yeah. Yep. So kind of related and, and tying back into the tiger camo. So like the tiger camo 2013 or whatever that was that came out, um, was an, the Atmos collab. And then Atmos also dropped the infrared camo, which kind of has like, it's like a black version of the Air Max 90 infrared with almost like a, like a more traditional, like vape camo style on yeah. it. And that shoe was pretty yes, good. Too. Yes. So. Forgot about those. Yeah. Those are good. Then he had the ones that sat yeah. the Atmos, like the blue and red Air Max 90s that had like the sneaker box print all throughout yeah those yeah. sat like bricks but they're dope still like it's, it's funny like when the price is right any air max almost looks any air max 90 specifically looks good <laughs> like regardless of it's true it's still good i think that that says a lot about like the silhouette too right like you can almost you know you can almost wait as long as the material is good on a on like an iconic sneaker like an air max 90 you can wait till it hits the clearance racks, hits the, the the hash wall at Nike and pick it up for like 40 or 50 bucks. And if you don't wear it right away and sit on it for a few years, it's going to be so much better because like most people will forget that it was released or they're just like, whatever it, it was. It was not that, you know, it was it was discounted. So it wasn't hype enough. But then when you start wearing it, people are like, damn, I haven't seen that one before. Or have you seen where did that come from? When did it come out? You oh know, and I think that's what it's all about. Right. Just having something that gets people thinking and, and like talking a little bit more. It's about so it. funny you said that because so many Nikes do it like the Tech Challenge Two Hot Lavas. Those were at every outlet. Those were heavily discounted a couple of years ago. And I was doing my typical eBay late night stocking and they're like 200 bucks now. And you easily got those for 50 bucks if you did it right. And now you're making 150 or you're coming out and somebody's saying those are dope, whatever, what you were just saying, like years later, they're either going to be worth more monetarily old or they'll be worth more in the streets for praise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's one you definitely did not. If you sat on it, you uh, have a lot of money now. And if you slept on it, you might feel a little foolish. Um, the Independence Day pack, the white, the blue and the red, um, three different shoes. But man, like the Hyperfuse, to me, when you say Hyperfuse, Air Max, you've already said too much. I'm not interested anymore. Like for the most part, like no, so you lost me at no, so. But like this particular time, I don't know if it was the American flag or just, again, monochrome looking really good on Air Maxes. But all three of those shoes skyrocketed and are now highly coveted. I don't really understand why, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest. Makes none. Even when they came out, I want to say that I was at finish line when those came out and the red ones sold out right away. Um, But the rest of them were like not. They didn't sell out as quickly. And I just didn't understand how, like, of all the like tonal shoes that we released, why those were the ones that people, you know, wanted. But and they're yeah. hyperfuse, like, damn, that's like, yeah, a, a definitely a, a shock to the system. But they're they're a couple hundred now, like more than a couple hundred. If you have a pair of dead stock, like they're yeah, yeah. definitely worth it. Um, so. I mean, so simple in a different way. I'm, I'm just going to jump around on you and make it really hard to remember what we're, what we've covered. Um, like there's been a couple ACG inspired Air Max nineties, but the Moab is there are more like, well, there are more iconic Nike colorways, but that's definitely one of them, right? Top 10. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Those are clean little snake scale looking stuff on the side on the mud guard. Very, very clean. Um, what else we got here? Um, do, 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 do. Silver Surfer. So, oh, yeah, you go. So the, I was just going to say the the Moab colorway for people listening is you you recognize it. It's like it's got that like bright blue, orange kind of off white, and um, like Robbie said, black black snake scale on the mudguard, 
and then kind of like that like super like concrete looking uh midsole detail and i and i think like it's been on a ton of different shoes they i'm pretty sure they did an air force one in this not too long ago maybe last four or five years um but yeah i I actually like that that colorway a lot too because i think there was like a couple of different like lace options rather than just getting kind of the standard issue colors there was a few different versions in it but definitely dope um I mean, here's another colorway that I just bought, for God's sake. Um, it's called Hot Lime Volt. I think this is this pre-Volt. They called it Hot Lime. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but this looks the same. The Hot Lime Air Max 90s. White, black, gray, Volt, slash Hot Lime. It just works. They can put that on any Air Max, and it's, and it's going to look good. Definitely. And it's like, a, I want to say that's like one of the original, like, you know, first couple of years, few years of the shoe coming out to where that came out. So. Yeah, that laser blue was a very pop. Well, let's just bring it up. Laser blue. You got to have those come back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, the, Jerry, is it, the Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Did the laser blues release? I thought I thought I saw if they're not, they are planning on coming back. Um, yeah, 20. That's like the quintessential. That's like a 1990s color. Yeah, like for that, sure. Yeah, that being the blue, it's just like the color of the night. Yeah, so that that uh, at least according to Sneaker Bar Detroit, um, is looks like a fall release. So shout out to Mario over there at Sneaker Bar Detroit, um, and actually the, the the Sneaker Bar Detroit podcast guys too, like Caesar and the, and them, Jumpman Bostic. They they've been super supportive too. So. Make sure you give them a follow if you haven't already. The OG, the sneaker basement, the Jordan basement, not yeah. sneaker, Jordan yeah. basement. Um, he's like a superhero in the sneaker game, much like the Silver Surfer Air Max 90s. <laughs> <laughs> great, great segue. That's a, it's a, the, the weird part about the Silver Surfer Air Max 90s, it's not really silver enough. Although I no. love it. It's not what you would think of as Silver Surfer. Not at all. Like... I was just saying a couple episodes ago, silver shoes don't do it for me. And these are just more like chrome accents than silver, if anything. Um, and they're, they're hella clean. That's what matters. Like they're dope shoes. Um, ah, we were talking about snakes and we didn't do like the OG pythons, the O3s. Yeah. Uh, the black joints with the gray. Black and gray. Yeah. Those are great. Um, Eat your heart out Raider Nation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like same era. I think the uh escape pack. Um, there was there was two different colors of the escape pack, right? So, uh, you might have seen like the what was it? The original escapes, probably Air Force Threes and uh, a couple other shoes, and then the Escape Two, which was like like the lighter browns, and then that like super like kind of off blue light not i don't know pale blue whatever you want to call it um but the air the air max 90 escape to 2003 um well so we're gonna we're gonna put all this on a blog post so you guys can roll through all of these but this is definitely one of the most like i don't know to me it's just like i don't anytime a shoe puts colors on it that i don't normally like and i see it and i'm like damn that looks really good it's always impressive to me. And this is like one of those shoes that from the very get go was like, whoa, those are just not the same, like, you know, standard issue colors that you see on the wall at Foot Locker. Right. And I think that is probably why people actually like were really into them when they came out. Man, I mean, that didn't usher in like crazier designs, but it was one of the early ones, man. Like, yeah, that's that, that's a good shoe. Um, same kind of time frame, 2002, the couriers, the denims, whatever you want to call them. Probably top five. Well, probably definitely top five. I would say maybe even top three denim shoes ever. Denim Air Force One, these, I think the Jordan fours are stupendous. So like these are so high up there for me. Yeah, I love these two. Um Probably, I don't know that the uh, the originals would last if I if I could find a pair now, but uh, would would happily take a retro of this all sure. day. Um, yeah, let's see what we got here. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, 
Oh, creep, 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 creep. <laughs> creep. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Oh, I want crepes now. I'm kind of hungry. Those look, those look, really, those look really good. Um, yeah, Escape Two. You already brought those up. Um, oh, um, Sir Tags that kind of look like Sunset or Sunrise Air Max Nineties, but um, 2005, another ACG kind of inspired Air Max Ninety, super clean. I think a, a little busy for me, but they're dope. Yeah, I, I like them. I don't. I don't know. Might not be like my first on my wish list. Um, the other one that I was thinking about uh, earlier was I don't remember when it was, but there was a um, Air Max ninety. Like they did the cities pack, and there was a. I want to say they did like. Um, there was an Air Max, there was an Air Max one, but then there was an Air Max 90 that was really dope. That was, uh, shoot. What was it? It wasn't, was it Milan that it got the Air Max 90? I'm going to have to look it up real quick. Um, damn you city exclusive shoes. Yeah. So Air Max 90 Milan. So it's basically like uh, there was a there was a few a few Air Max that released. They were quick strikes, like true quick strikes back in the day. Uh, is like a super um, like almost tonal, but had like a bright orange liner and a bright orange outsole on like this kind of olive light olive looking upper. Um, I guess it's like gray, like dark dark gray, or like, but it's like um, suede. So it was like Air Max 90 Milan. And then there was an Air Max one uh, Milan as well that had like gray and pink, I think. Right. I don't know if you remember those. I remember. No, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think. It's like, ah, I'd be lying. Um, readers, listeners, do you know this shoe? <laughs> do you like? Yeah, it was. It, so it was like, I've just, I just looked it up. It was considered part of the home turf series, Air Max home turf 2013 release. Um, and they did like, they did a bunch of shoes. Um, I'm going to say. Yeah, there was like a 97. There was a bunch of Air Max ones, but it was a it was a good looking shoe. Um, I probably would cop if it was retro. It's just one of those. Isn't it funny? Like, because um, you sound hesitant about that purchase. It's almost like we're conditioned when we know something is old and hyped and haven't seen it in a long time that, I mean, I mean, it's true. It's just like, Oh, yeah. like for example, every LeBron seven, <laughs> it's just like, I didn't know I needed those until I, they were available to me again. And now I need them. Like I might as well not miss out this though. It's the fear of missing out the FOBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, on top of that, it's, it's part of it is like, damn, I did want to buy those the last time around. Yeah. Right. So it, it part of me is like, well, I didn't buy them the first time. Did I really want them? And then I'm like, yeah, I look at them long enough. I want just about any shoe, but right. You stay long enough. It looks beautiful. Um, um, yeah, exactly. But um, so I guess adding another one to the list, uh, I think the uh the live strong air max 90 although you know i don't know if if lance armstrong is still canceled but uh the live strong air max 90 was super dope to me any of the live strong shoes to be honest but that black and yellow color combination was solid man if ray lewis isn't canceled we need to uncancel lance armstrong <laughs> i mean <laughs> this is being real Seriously. um speaking of canceled for a different way we never saw these next Air Max 90s come out, but it's another one of those, this Nike colorways, the Dunkman, AKA LeBron Air Max 90s. It's like a, a hyper green gray. It's, it's the Dunkman look, um, but just on an Air Max 90. And I think they have so many opportunities here the next lifetime, since he's a lifetime athlete, to retro or finally release yeah. all these Air Force Ones 
because LeBron loves Air Forces. He loves Air Maxes. Like he really, truly does love Air Maxes. And there's so many out there in the sample world that are just ripe to be released. And these are one of them. The 90s are crazy. Yeah. The 90 has like the like the super reflective heel. Yes, right? sir. I think. Yeah, that that's definitely that'd be a dope shoe. To, to There's so release. many LeBron um, stuff. It's going to be so good whenever it happens. Yep. So a couple other ones that would be on uh, my wish list would be uh, pro- we've mentioned it on previous uh, episodes, but the Dizzy Rascal Air Max 90 um just that like soft gray and pink uh definitely up there more on the general release side uh that i I don't normally like patent and i know that's why i didn't buy the shoes but in hindsight i look at them and i really appreciate them was the elmer's glue air max 90 that whole that whole pack i feel like is one of those where when they retro people can be feeling that um, nostalgic or these are retro I need to buy feelings. Those are just, I mean, they're so basic. Like you wouldn't know it was Elmer's glue unless somebody told you. And that's kind of cool. Like I, I like the, the mysterious Nike collabs where it's not explicitly said. It's not a collab. It's just like inspired or um, references something. And those are always really cool. Yeah, um, definitely. I think um, I don't know if if I, I guess it's been a while. The uh, the Foot Locker exclusive Air Max ninety from uh, whenever it was two thousand thirteen or something um, was the uh, I am the rules. Oh yeah, colorway it was basically like white and purple, orange, lime accents, or or like kind of like an infrared neon infrared swoosh. Kind of look like a Joker shoe, to be honest. Yeah. No, those were super cool. Um, it's funny, like when they're exclusive, if you're looking for them or you have a pair, you remember them, but they can very easily fall by the, the you know, the wayside. The Air Max 90, the San Francisco, Nike San Francisco 10 year anniversary is another one. Like if you know about it, you know, but to the history books, it's kind of slept on. Definitely slept on. Yeah, that that's a I mean, that's one of my favorite Air Max 90s just from, you know, gr- growing up in the sneaker world around there, going to Nike Town all the time. And um, shout out to my guy, Varian Kicks with V. Give him a follow on Instagram. He uh, actually used to work at Nike when it was Nike Town, San Francisco back in the day. And I mean, that was like the spot in San Francisco, right? Like it, it, it was I mean, Nike stores now don't compare to what like the old Nike towns were because you just you just didn't have access to Nike directly. So there was, you know, Nike town, San Francisco, Vegas, you know, like there was like a handful of cities that got a, a like a really, truly impressive Nike town for a while. And then like, you know, I don't know, five, 10 years later, obviously all of that shifted and the stores became a little bit different because they were. I think they realized like they they might have been focused a little too much on the sneaker consumer when it was Nike town. Um, but yeah, it, that was definitely one of the shoes for me that uh, was most coveted. Uh, if I were to have a list of most coveted shoes of all time, that's definitely near the top. Shout out Casey Swoosh Life used to work at Nike town, Seattle. I used to work at Nike town, Las Vegas when it was still Nike town. But yeah, it's just the shift has been so dramatic. Now you go in there. And it's like a couple shoes and like yoga outfits. It's like, it's a whole different, it's a different <laughs> yeah. game. Um, I mean, speaking yeah. of games, like here's another not direct tie, but the Seahawk Air Max 90s, those are super clean too. Another lime. I guess we see lime a lot on Air Max 90s, but um, those are super clean. I, I've always liked, I've always liked those a lot. Yeah, I think the colorway looks really good on the on the 90s. I, I think, too, like it's almost like. For fans of a, of a team, right, you know, certain like if you're a Seahawks fan, like obviously old school Seahawks colors, it's a dope shoe. 
But even when you're not a fan of the team, I think like generally speaking, applying sports teams to sneakers in a like home and away type look is always a good move because people that it doesn't have to have the branding of it, but like you can still like the colors and not be a fan of the team. Right. And I think like that's there's a lot yeah. of that to do allow that to happen. Let's put it this way. It's like the Niners and the Atlanta Falcons. They've never changed their color schemes for a reason. <laughs> like they work. So you can take the team off it and, you know, red, black and silver and red, black and gold are still going to look real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what else we got? Uh, OK, so this one is this next next couple. We talked about the crepes, right? So. Crepes have like, uh, I don't know that it's actually like hemp, but it was basically kind of look like a hemp material on like the toe box and the collar. Um, a little bit after that was the Powerwall pack 2006. Uh, yeah. Just like part of like the history of air celebration. That was definitely a popular one. Not like a typical sneaker head color combo because it was like really dark navy blue and uh black and and orange right um i don't know i don't know what i can't remember off the top of my head what other power wall releases there were but that was like a big deal back then oh um there's a free um oh no that's nike free power lines never mind um man I'm going to come back next episode and have to regurgitate that because I, I can't think of it. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know there was, there was, you know, like a Air Max 90, there was a bunch of back then there was a bunch of, you know, Air Max 90, Air Max one. Uh, I think they did a 95. I think they did a burst and then they kind of applied the name to a lot of things. I think if I remember correctly, but um, I don't know, like the, the, I know the Air Max one was like a, uh, I want to say it was like that green, green with a red swoosh. But anyway, off topic, let's get back to the 90s. Um, what else do we have left? Oh, so uh, my buddy Aaron would probably kill me if I didn't mention this one. But the Clerks pack, Clerks, Clerks pack from 2006 was uh, super fire. From the movie, right? Yeah, they did like um, what they do, like the the ninety had like the um, like light blue, pink, um, and then like a gray with black, and then there was a a Nike Air stab that had like yellow, navy, and red, like multicolor Air stab on the side. There was a clerk pack. Um, undefeated actually did a dunk at one point. I don't remember what year that was, but, um, and, and there was, a, there was a Brown like version of the clerks pack too, I think, but I'm, I'm specifically referencing like the, the pink, uh, like version of the 90. Um, and Oh, like the, I forget the, uh, so the, I want to say that was like size. But then the other clerks release that was um, probably more popular was the Union um, Air Max or Air Force 180, which I'm sure most people remember had like that confetti colored liner and safari with pink and blue. Uh, not the super not the runner, not the runner, but like the Air Force 180, like the Barclays, which is super dope shoe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, you said the Air Stab and it got me thinking um the foot patrol air max 90 from 2006 yeah that's a great point. i think that might be the first time i actually heard of foot patrol maybe i mean polka dots are definitely an acquired taste there's a black and a brown pair oh man do you remember those polka dot air jordan one there was like a green polka dot and like a white polka dot yeah yep it's like i still don't know how i feel about those shoes and i still don't know how i feel about the foot patrols it's like polka dots really really tough to pull off 
So I typically don't can't can't pull it off. Um, but the the shoe that I actually like wore the first time that I was like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work was actually like a pair of Puma undefeated um undefeated Puma Clydes, like black with a polka dot. Uh I don't know when they came out, but yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I this is one of those shoes where I see it and I'm like, there's n- nostalgia creeping in, but I don't think I would actually buy it if I had the opportunity to. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but I mean, s- some listener out there is going to think, man, I love the Foot Patrol Air Max 90. You guys are tripping. So yeah, yeah. We, we uh, have to it up. Um, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, what else is there? Any any more that you can think of? I got two that are very non-traditional. Um, back in my 2013, they did pretty much all reworked original Air Maxes. So they had like a no-so Volt Air Max 90, um, an engineered mesh Air Max 90, um, no, 95 no-so. And there was an Air Max 90 that was infrared, but it was engineered mesh. I love engineered mesh. I'm super weird about it. I think it's one of the best materials for an upper Nike's ever made. So I, I love mesh and an engineered mesh. It's just layer on layer pressed really tight on top of each other. So you still get the breathability, but it's way more durable and you can, um, you can have it set up. So it's, it's uh, more dense in some areas than other to kind of control stretching. But I think those are one of the very few, um, I was, I would say, um, material switch ups on an OG shoe that I really liked. So there's those. Um, and then the grid pack, which have like Flywire going all through it. It came out in like 2008 when Flywire was debuted. So Flywire is running all through it, or at least the print of it is. And it has like a free four foot. Super cool. I mean, they're just different. They're out there to kind of throw some random Air Max 90s at you. I think so was the engineered mesh. Did it have like the rounded toe on the front or was it? It was definitely not um, true to form. Let's put it that way. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think if I I don't know if I remember that one exactly, but um, one of the one of the I, I guess like it might be the same thing, but one of the um the like because like the so the engineered mesh was different than the Air Max ninety current, right? The current Correct. had like the okay, so I'm thinking of the Air Max ninety current. I think it's Kevin Lyons. It was like orange, and there was like a three pack. This is way back. Um, there was a. I know there was a Ben Drury current, but the the Kevin Lyons one is the one that I was like super into. It was like uh, orange, white, uh, had like his artwork on the liner and on the tongue. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, we might get a little too far off of, of Air Max ones when we go towards like the currents, the freeze, all the different variations. But uh, there's yeah, the, uh, oh, what's that? They're still rolling with the pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. We we might be at thirty right now. I think we are. I've been keeping a loose tally. The one that I think uh, is worth noting that we didn't mention uh, is the women's laser pink colorway with like the silver mudguard. Yeah. I really wish that shoe uh, was made in men's sizes. And I don't think I've ever seen it in, in a 15 women's. So, but I, I digress. No. Yeah. So I'm, I'm running through. I think we, we we've definitely hit everything that we should have i can't think of one shoe that someone's gonna be like man you guys forgot those <laughs> it'll happen though. 
but yeah, as soon as, soon as, as, soon as we hit publish, people are going to be like, yo, you forgot these, but that's why we need your help out there. If you're listening, let us know what we forgot. We need to uh, have the collective of the community to keep us all in check and to keep us moving forward. Because honestly, like just sitting here talking for an hour or whatever it's been, I, I can't possibly remember all the shoes. And I'd rather be able to have uh, feedback from people. So don't roast us too hard. You know, like you, you don't need to like, well, I mean, if you want you know, throw up your pictures and, and be like, yeah, sneaker history sucks because they forgot about this shoe. Um, I, you know, in uh, the no publicity or bad publicity is is any publicity is good publicity. What is that saying? I think right. that's what we're shooting for today. <laughs> you got it. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of good Air Max 90 colorways that we we could potentially see for uh, the 30th anniversary. Well, even better, maybe there'll be completely new fun stuff like the the Volt pair I just got and the um, Persian Violet, whatever they're calling it, purple. Those aren't OGs. They're new colorways. It is look old. And that's like. I would say infinitely more fun than releasing. Well, I can't say that because I want <laughs> the blue and the infrared to come back, but basically this. There's going to be new stuff coming and I'm excited to see what new stuff they bring out for this anniversary. So maybe 50 years at that landmark, we'll see these again. Who knows? But just old, new, something borrowed, you know, that whatever. Um, there's going to be a lot of good stuff. Definitely. And I, I just realized that I forgot the t two of them that I, well, actually three of them that I wanted to talk about. So um, the. Uh, they did like that uh, going back to the infrared variations. I don't know if you remember, but they did that like croc skin variation. It was like black, all black with infrared. Yes, um, it did. I think that one is worth mentioning. Um, personally, I have a pair of Air Max 90s that were Pro Bowl. Um, I forget what they're called. Athletica something or other for like the Pro Bowl. So they were given to the players that made the Pro Bowl, uh, Nike athletes that made the Pro Bowl. I don't know that we can go too far down that because there's a lot of like crazy PEs or whatnot, but I'll try to I'll try to grab those and post pictures up soon. Um, and then last but not least, be, just because Fantastic Four. Um, was it the uh, Mr. Fantastic, like that blue, all blue, was that? Yes. They had those with um, like the thing dunks yeah there's a whole pack yeah and then there was like this like the i think the 95s was it the 95s or the like bright orange and red like just super johnny plays like yeah. obnoxious in an amazing way yes i digress once once again let, let us know what we're missing keep us in check hit us up on twitter instagram um you can follow me personally at Nick Ingvall on all platforms. More importantly, just follow at Sneaker History and Robbie, let them know how they can find you. You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you're listening to this part of it, you super rock. Yeah. So thank you. We definitely appreciate it. Yes, for sure. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Yep. See ya. Hey everyone, this is Nick again. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a couple favors of you. If you're interested in more content from the Sneaker History crew, become a member of our Patreon page where we post daily content, drop exclusive episodes, and host monthly giveaways. We'll even help you hunt for your grails. Check us out at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Also, make sure you sign up for our email newsletter at sneakerhistory.com slash email. We send out weekly updates on the footwear business and what we're working on here at Sneaker History. Last but not least, take a second to tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how much it means to someone, and it might even plant the seeds for something even bigger. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. 
Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.